Welcome to this broadcast belongs to them. We are finally back. What's up, everybody? Hello. Hello. Hiya, hiya, hiya. I, I've missed each and every one of you. Missed you guys too. I feel like it's been forever. Yeah. I missed you guys at all. Too. It has been. <laughs> Thanks, Ralph. I'm a prick. You are. And it is, is Doctor Fluck. You know. <laughs> Doctor Fluck in action. In action, and I've been listening to your podcast. I've I've been kind of like. Uh, I've had a lot of stuff build up lately, and I've been going through all the last ones that you've put up there, and there's some really good ones. I really enjoyed the Sabotage one you just did. Thanks. Um, i got to get to the ACDC one yet, and um, what was the other one? All done many months ago. (laughs) (laughs) What was the other one I listened to? It was Sabotage, and then there was... I I did two ACDC episodes with Will Carroll. But before that? Oh, man, i got a shitty memory. Yeah, yeah, I know. Um, Louis Cult, maybe? Blue Oyster Cult, yes. Yeah, I, I, I saw that one. Yeah. All really good ones. So everybody, please go check that out. Uh, they're Thank on you. our network. Yep. Good shows. But today, we are here to talk about King Diamond, The Graveyard. Mm. Now, on the last I'm episode... i crazy about that cover. <clears throat> I know. And we talked about this on the last episode... Mm-hmm. That they had two different covers. This is the remastered version where they had to uh, make a new cover because apparently they lost the original cover, which looks like this. Just, uh, you know, looks like a real headstone. This other one looks like a digitized little headstone thing here, and I don't like it. I got them both. Yeah. <clears throat> but so, th- isn't, isn't there a difference in the sound of the vinyl? Didn't they remix it or something? I think Andy LaRoe yeah. remixed it, right? Yeah, it's remastered. Oh, right? really? Yeah. yeah, that's why they redid it. So whole yeah, I'd like to hear series. It's yeah. different. Yeah, the vinyl actually does sound better, I think. Because yeah. I was listening to the vinyl a couple of weeks ago and noticed that there is a different sound than there is on the CD, even the remastered CD. Just, the vinyl just sounds better. Which is good because... They were kind of playing on the raw, <laughs> low end here a little bit. So right. And I think the vinyl sense. helps that out a little bit. Makes it a little bit more fuller. So go check out the vinyl. I hope they reissue these too because they've reissued everything else so far. So I don't know how far they're going to go with those. I just recently purchased Melissa, Don't Break the Oath, and Them, uh, the color vinyl ones, because Uh I hated what they did to Them on the. Because they they, they crammed just about the whole album on one side. And then the second side, I think, only had one track, and the rest was that. Unnecessary, like uh, sounds. It sounds yeah, the like it's recorded stuff, on a right? boombox. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Those yeah. And, rehearsals that were. And Melissa, I bought 
because of uh, it, it did it took out the extra little vocals on the title track. <laughs> yeah, I never really hated, but I'm so used to the original version right. that I was like, I need to have that on vinyl again. You know, I've always had it on CD, and uh, and the only reason I bought Don't Break the Oak is because it brought the castle in the back right. and all that shit. I hated that picture. Just a picture of King. It's like. This ain't King Diamond. It's Merciful Fate, yeah. you know? Right, yeah. So, you know, to have, I, I just bought that to have all the members on there again, you know? I, I did the same exact thing. I love that back cover over there. And it's without so having cool. that original, it's, yeah, it's just not as did cool. Did you see, the by the way, and we're, it is a King Diamond podcast, there is a show that I've never seen before from the Don't Break the Oath tour on YouTube. Now it's a single camera, but it's that stage, and King comes oh, out really? of that. Yeah, yeah, it's super cool, man. Oh, I don't think I've seen that. I've never seen it before, and I and I know I I own a lot of Merciful Fate bootlegs. But yes, recent, you know the first like thirty minutes is very scratchy and shit, but then it gets really clear. Uh, it's worth watching. It's thing. a it's a yeah. it's a headline game. It's awesome. I'll have to check that out. I like watching that kind of stuff. So, let's get into the graveyard. Um... The graveyard. A mentally ill king finds himself in a graveyard where he's remembering why he's there in the first place. Just a little crazy intro with him talking to himself. And then we get into a Black Hill Sanitarium, where King has been locked up, and uh, he's been looking for a way out the whole time. And he does not like being there at all. Which who likes being in a san- sanitarium anyway, right? Is it King? But it's nice. It's it. He doesn't. Doesn't even give his character. Yeah, a name. he doesn't give his so, character a name. Yeah, the narrator. Narrator, I guess. Which is uh, kind of strange from them. Usually, other characters, um, he's given them a name, and for some reason, he didn't give this one his name. I don't know why. But uh, starts off Black Black Hill Sanitarium. Pretty cool song. Uh, you know, I noticed right away. Uh, once again, the sound has gotten very thin on this album, uh, even more so than uh, the previous album, Spider's Lullaby. So I'm a little bothered by that, but it's still, I think it sounds pretty cool. You know, the drums are a little weird sounding, but very cool song. You know, it's got some catchy stuff in there. You know, nothing crazy. It's still, it's not my favorite song on the album, I, but it's still, it's a decent track to start the album off with. I Lisa, like it a lot. You do like it a lot? Yeah. You sure? Yeah. Yeah. I like it too. <laughs> yeah, I like, I think it's Sabbathy. It's got heavy riffage. I think what, what kind of, I had a memory of this album kind of like, what the fuck? And then I revisited yeah. it for this. So thank you for inviting me to revisit this album because I love it. It's the it's like the Doom album. It's like King Diamond's mm-hmm. Doom album. And I think that's what kind of trips people out. I think some of the mix is like off. I, I think I heard the remix, the remaster version. To me, the bass sounds really like ill-defined and kind of thrummy so i just wish i could hear more bass guitar because i could tell there's some cool stuff going on the yeah. vocals are kind of a weird mix and and the guitars are kind of dime baggy or something i don't mm-hmm. know it's it just sounds different but uh, i think this is a cool song it goes like it's mid-tempo and kind of slow and then it picks up like double kicks you know it's and uh and that and what i love i just love this kind of sabbathy riffy approach on this song and that's reflected in the rest of the album so i dig it yeah um i love uh this is for the mentally ill those who 
have lost their will. It's so catchy. Yeah. yeah. And I, I love this song. I think it's very catchy, especially the gotta get out of here part. Yeah. And and the strange, you know, it's strange change where I'm going down deep into the black mm-hmm. of my mind. It's pretty strange and demented. Yeah. Uh, but I think it's a very strong way to kick off this album. And I will also add that, you know, out of everybody I know in real life here, this album is kind of like the black sheep. Not a lot of people down here like it. Yeah. And I can see why, because I don't think every song's a winner on here, but I'm such a, you know, King Diamond Nuts winner. Anything he does, I love. <laughs> but I, I, will, I will admit, you know, there's some songs that are just a little too over my, over my head, but, right. but there's some really good stuff on here. And uh, Black Hill Sanitarium is one of them. Greg? Yeah, I love this song. This is like, like Ralph was saying, you know, it's they're not always quite on here. This is probably his most bug fuck crazy story he's ever done. <laughs> Definitely, really, I agree with you. Definitely yeah. the most demented fucked up story because there's pedophilia in this shit. It's yeah. crazy. Yeah. <clears throat> and uh, you know, even the music itself is just very dark, but um my problem with this record, even though I like it a lot, because I love King Diamond, they kind of sacrificed the musicianship for atmosphere and creepiness a little bit. Works very good as an audio horror movie, but it gets really fucking boring at some points. But it, not yeah. on the first half of it, because there are some great riffs in this song here, like Lisa was saying, Sabbathy. Reminds me a little bit of, uh, you know, Melissa era, Merciful Fate, too. With some of what Andy's doing, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I love the solo. Yeah, it's very cool. Uh, yeah, and like we said, you you were saying before too, Ralph. Uh, this story is like totally fucked up. I mean, it's just uh, when I was going through the lyrics and things like that, because I, I knew the lyrics from listening to the songs, but then when I'm finding out with somewhat some lyrics that I kind of maybe couldn't understand, and then I see it a little bit better reading them. It just this is just such a messed up story. <laughs> it, it's really disturbing. It's very disturbing, and and actually, I think there's a warning inside the the cover or inside the booklet or something about. I can't remember what the hell it was about about you know about this subject. And uh, I think this is King at his most demented at vocal deliveries. Yes, yes. I mean it's just so <laughs> insane. Some it's parts. Nice. Yeah, some parts it's just a little too much. It's like, God damn, dude, chill out. Die, die! You know that part? Uh, yeah, that, that <laughs> one. Die, die, die! Songs. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah but like Whispers is awesome. Well, Whispers is, shit, Whispers is like, what is it, 10 seconds? It should be part of I'm Not a Stranger. Yeah, you think they would just take it yeah. off? It's That's kind true. of an intro. It's just if somebody wants to play the song, you cut the it, you cut the intro into a separate track, so that you know the guy on the the metal radio station doesn't play it and go, "What the fuck is that?" You know what I mean? Man. People, you know, you want to get to the you want to cut to the kung fu. Well, well, so yeah. you, take, you take the dialogue part and you separate that. Well, plus, Lisa, you you would know because you're a musician. Um, if you, the more tracks you make, the more money you make. You know, so well, by, by making Whispers a separate track, you get more money. You get another point oh oh one eight cents on Spotify. Yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> exactly. 
<laughs> Unless you're King Diamond, you got like at least five cents. Yeah. <laughs> actually, I should have read this first, but there's actually a forward in the in the booklet here, and it says, "Seen seen through the eyes of a lunatic, me." So I guess this is him in the story. Uh, the story portrays some of the darkest sides of the human mind. It deals with hate, fear, guilt, revenge, justice, injustice, twisted love, in- innocence, and a perverted swine by the name of Mackenzie. Um, the mayor who molested his own seven-year-old daughter, Lucy, and blamed it all on me. Uh, I, the lunatic, am trying to, to the best of my ability to bring Mayor Mackenzie back to justice for all the crimes he has committed. In many ways, I fall miserably. Uh, fortunately, none of the characters in the story are real, but unfortunately, there are two, there are all too realistic. Anyway, whether we like it or not, we all have bad thoughts, and that's perfectly all right, as long as we do not act upon them. Therefore, do not try or copy or reenact any portion of the story. If you do, <laughs> if, if you, do yeah, you are simply kids. too stupid to that's, be alive. Yeah. Don't bury yeah. a seven-year-old alive. Don't diddle kids is, is, <laughs> the, is the moral of the story. Don't cut your yeah. head off. Yeah. yeah, please don't do anything in this story, Sid. So, but uh, getting back into the uh, album, uh, the next song, "Waiting." Uh, King wakes in his room uh, at the sanitarium to make his move to kill the nurse that brings him his pills. Uh, he strangles her, and when she dies, he finds that she was holding the key to leave the sanitarium. So obviously, King takes that key, and he makes his way out of the uh, sanitarium and into the graveyard. Uh, first thing I noticed on this song when it first started, it's What's almost that he did as Jack Nicholson did before him. I, exactly. Uh, um, first thing I noticed is the the drum intro. It's almost the same as exactly as Welcome yep. Home. Yep. So I thought that was pretty cool. Yep. It's almost identical. Mm-hmm. So hey, that's, what? There, there's a couple spots on here I noticed where they repeat like little different parts like that whether it be on the drums or the guitar yeah and there's also another song here i don't remember if it was this one or another one where there's a part that actually has the same part as um the song dead again on merciful fates dead again album it's almost exactly the same mm. i can't remember what song it is off the top of my head but i'll probably figure that out as the song as the uh, album goes on but uh waiting I, it's a pretty cool song i like this one too um I love the, the the verses in the first one. Just after midnight, they're bringing me my pill. Just after midnight, lights are out of Black Hill. It's a really cool uh, verse there. And then um, I love the chorus. Do, 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 waiting yes. in the dark. That's the best part of the song. Yep. Yeah, that is the best. <laughs> I think so. Really cool chorus. And uh, yeah, great song. I mean, some cool lyrics. Uh, he, he also threw in the uh, 666 miles in here. And that's pretty cool. So good stuff. Lisa? Yeah. You know, it's kind of got, it's got texture and it goes from one feel to another feel, you know, it'll have, it has like a double kick. It's real fast. And then a halftime chorus and uh, some killer solos. Um, It's got a little mid tempo, like a bridge and do it later on with some ghastly, like, Oh, you know, Oh, 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 kind of stuff like that. And uh, oh, I like how they they mixed it and they panned some of these guitar parts left mm-hmm. and right. So yep. when you're listening with headphones, it's like a little guitar here, and a little guitar here. It's like, yeah, a little <laughs> brain massage, man. So I think I think you know, like like I said, some of the mix is like, uh, you know, I wish the bass was more defined and stuff. But as far as uh, 
just engineering fun. I think they 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 pulled out some cool tricks on yeah. on this tune. Yeah. yeah, I think so too. Yeah, I, yeah, you know what? The mix bothers me a little bit, but it, it, the songs are there, so it, it's it's yes. all you know. And you get used to it. You, at first, it was jarring, like the first song, right? Like this sounds yeah, it's fucking like, oh, weird. Man. And then you're like, okay, you you get into it. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Ralph, I, I would go saying? into what the production means to me, but I'm so bored of me say, talking about production yeah. that I'm not going to bring it up. Okay. Um, uh, I think this song has, you know, yeah, of course, the welcome home little drum fill, but that solo that, that kicks off this song is oh, yeah. lethal. It is. And, you know, I think this song is right there with uh, Black Hill Sanitarium. It's a great one-two punch off this album. And uh, it kind of reminds me, it doesn't really sound like it, but the, the vibe of Mansion in Darkness, you know, mm-hmm. the second track, you know, okay. it's, got, it's like full fit. And Children of Bodom, oddly enough, did a cover of this. Really? And, really? and it's not good. <laughs> <laughs> Children of Bodom. I, I mean, I don't think it's good. Yeah, yeah they covered this song, and it, which is weird. You think about it. You know, it wow. is strange. Yeah, I remember when I, uh, somebody played me, and I was like, Ain't that a King Diamond song? I'm like, yeah. I was like, what album? Graveyard. I was like, damn, covered a graveyard song. Deep and cut. I, yep. Yeah, and then I kept listening. Deep album, you know? And then I kept yeah. listening. I was like, yeah, they're saying as good as the King Diamond version. <laughs> but I, I imagine didn't. the music would be. The music's good. Yeah, no, no. I mean, they play it well, but the vocal delivery, it's just, yeah. it's off. Yeah. I, I, it has a better production, you know? But it's but I love it. I love this song. Yeah, yeah, exactly. awesome. uh, uh What's your name, Greg? Yeah, yeah, I love this song too. Fucking that solo is probably my favorite one on the record. Actually, it's a good one. And uh, since <clears throat> Ralph mentioned that Children of Bodom did a cover of that song, I noticed when I was doing research and stuff online that uh, this seems to be the most popular King Diamond album among black metal fans. That's really strange. You know, that makes sense, though, I think. <laughs> yeah, they like the, the subject and the matter, raw yeah. DIY production. That I can get, yeah. And kitty porn. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, they just say they like the story. They don't say what they like about it. But I wouldn't be shocked if any of them dudes running around painting their faces were uh, finding Neverland, if you catch my drift. Well, Inquisition <laughs> is one of those bands. And it's a shame because I really like that band. <laughs> But right. one of the one of the members were were caught with kitty porn, and the band doesn't do nothing about it. So I was like, okay, fuck them entirely. I mean, I'm I'm willing to forgive if they kick them out. Yeah, but they're a good band. It's just a shame, you know. Yeah. Well, that's like the guy from Manowar, the guitarist. You know, he they got him doing that shit too. So exactly. But I still yeah. like Manowar as long as he's gone. Great guitar player. I love those albums, but, you know. Well, you know, drummer from uh, Judas Priest. Which yeah. Was, well, yes. that one's a little iffy. Mm-hmm. That's a little so, different, I think. Yeah, it's a little iffy because be- before he died, he-, he claimed he was framed and that he got bad advice from lawyers, which does happen in a lot of cases. Yeah. There's innocent people that say, if you don't say you did it, you're going to do a long time in jail. Just admit you did it. You won't do that long. So that's what Dave Holland claims. Okay. And also in the K.K. Downing book, he swears there's no way Dave Holland did it. He thinks he was innocent. Yeah. 
Okay, well, that makes me feel better because I fucking love yeah. the guy's drumming hand. <laughs> I, I mean, God, it was hand. like a kid in a wheelchair on top of that. It's like, man, double whammy, huh? Yeah, oh. that sucks. Uh, all right, well, we move on to Heads on the Wall. Um, this one doesn't really have much of a story. It's just King, uh, I guess, thinking about him when he left the uh, sanitarium and uh, he makes it to a tomb in the graveyard. And uh, he he sees heads on the wall. That, that I kind of, kind of don't understand. Why is there heads on a wall in a tomb? I don't well, care. See, maybe because of his insanity. I thought it was because of his insanity, and he was like imagining the people he was going to kill. And then after he takes out that troublesome grave digger and that uh, lustful hooker, he hangs their heads on the wall. Okay, so yeah, vision. I think because he's crazy. Not- is that he wrote heads on the wall? <laughs> I'm looking, and he went, That's fucking badass. I gotta fit this onto this album. How can I write that in there? Because just that by itself is like, you can just take everything else off this album. That song is killing to me. Yeah. I love that part. I love that song. And I bet he just thought that that. Just heads on the wall. It's just fucking badass. <laughs> okay, let's write that in the song somehow. <laughs> I like that explanation. It came to him while he's going yeah, to the bathroom, brushing his teeth. <laughs> but yeah, he liked I, the I, way his voice echoed in the shower stall. Did he? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think that's the best part of the song. That that chorus, you know. Mm-hmm. It's, it's so catchy. I, I'm, I, I, I'll just be not even listening to this album in a long time. I'll just be sick. That song will pop up in my head, and I'll be singing that chorus just oh, out of yeah. nowhere. It's just so catchy, and uh, it's, it's just a good song in general too. You know, the, everything's cool in this song. I like this one a lot. Yeah, I, I like the, the yeah. The album picks up, I think, for me on this on this song. You know, this uh, this is my favorite track on the album. Yeah, uh, I think too. King King brings like this beautiful voice in the song and i love his demonic voice and his high notes and you know he has such an amazing range and i love the softness of the song it's mm. pretty different for the most part of all king diamond songs yeah. and it does crank later on and it's epic yeah. as fuck and that's why i love it so much I, I think this is a classic and definitely my favorite there's a cl- very close second coming up but this is definitely my favorite off the album very cool greg yeah, this is my favorite one too. I love how it's multi-parted and just his harmony vocals during the you know opening part and how he switches up later on. It's great. Reminds me a lot of uh, Black Sabbath "Wheels of Confusion." How it starts off soft and then just builds up to that great speedy end where he's talking about uh, killing the grave digger. And actually, even though the drums are kind of lackluster on this, I love that fill he does during that part. Yeah. When it yeah, picks right. up. Mm-hmm. Lisa, you got anything else? Yeah, it's a quick segue. That's oh. a quick oh. segue out of there, too. It's ripping solo, killer yeah. riffs. And like you said, it's it goes it's it's got some changes. It it switches up to like boom, you're in mosh pit. First yeah. you're like, and eh, like this, doing this, and then you get in the pit, and then he brings you quick segue, boom, right back in that doomy course. And then of course, insane ramblings over the end that totally over the top. Yes. King Diamond at his most uh at his silliest in some ways. But uh 
Yeah, love this song. Lovely, that guitar intro, that melodic intro part. It's long, that first verse. It's just a killing song, man. Yeah, that, that's my favorite on the record, too. I, it sounds like there's a consensus on that for yeah, I think a so. few of us, anyway. Yeah. And I, uh, I forgot it. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, I said I forgot about those voices at the end because I was listening to it in headphones earlier, yeah. <laughs> and you hear them like, "Oh, there's different things going on." They were really cool, you know. It was, it was funny. What were you saying, Ralph? Well, it's off. It's off topic, but I really love that background Lisa has. Is that like oh. your actual wall, or is that like? No, that's a screen, dude. It's a screen. It's like one of them Chinese screens. I was about yeah. to say it reminds me of that Japanese, like a Japanese it restaurant is, type thing. It is because my room is like I've been shipping CDs, which is good, and I've been making a mess. And and uh, oh, so it's covering my. It's it's like behind me, and then behind that is a mess because I'm a slob. (laughs) You should see what's in front of me. You would laugh. (laughs) It's terrible. What were you going to say before, Greg? Because you had an uh, something on top of your head, and you uh, didn't get to say it. Oh well, heads on the wall. those two solos in it and uh, I, I thought it was cool that they did that little dueling thing there yeah. I think Andy and uh, what, what's it Herb Simonson they play yep. really well together yes, so they that was one of the highlights of this. Yep. Uh, next song Whispers not really a song just a thing where uh, King's hearing voices in his head He's telling him his daughter. his daughter his daughter his daughter when that accent comes out Love it. Yeah. Cool <laughs> Sounds stuff. like something would he something somebody would hear in her head in an HP Lovecraft movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh next song, I'm not a stranger. Uh King talks about watching a seven year old girl named Lucy at her school. He knows her schedule, he knew exactly when she was leaving. He talks to Lucy into coming with him where she can wait until her daddy comes to get her. He brings her to the tomb at the graveyard. Uh, another really great song. A uh, lot of catchy stuff in here. Um, I love the, how the guitars are very uh, chuggy in this song. A lot of really good stuff in the song. Uh, whereas, um, I like how the uh, I like the end of it where he's like, "Sweet graveyard, here we come." That's pretty cool. And uh, any other weird part is towards the end where it goes, "I, I, I," and it's, you hear the like if you listen to headphones going back and forth with the eyes. Uh, where he goes, I will be, uh, I will be soon. No, and I, 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 and you will soon be home now. That's pretty cool. A lot of good stuff. Oh, mm-hmm. somebody's there. Hello. Who is that? <laughs> Your Hello. order is here. Hey, there's a kitty cat over there too. Yeah. Get all kinds of kinds of visitors. Maybe that's a coyote. Is that a coyote? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, All right. Lisa. No, it's a cat. I just muted myself because there's other oh. people here. And they were oh, noise. okay. Tell yeah. them to shut up. We're busy doing a podcast. This is a very important oh. podcast. That's right. King Diamond is very important. It is. Damn right. Is. Well, this is another Muppet Groove song. You know, the King Diamond Muppet oh, yeah. Groove. You know, but it's, it's got gallop. It's got the rum tum 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 kind of thing going on. Uh, it's got some some uh, key kind of changes in it. The panning back and forth. I don't think the song to me isn't so catchy. It's not something that I'm going to wake up in the middle of the night and remember. But 
it's just, it's just got a lot of cool things going on and uh the harmonies are cool this is probably the most like pedo-y song on them yes <laughs> yes <laughs> which is kind of ah, but you know he's selling a story so yeah it's not yeah. true it's not my favorite song on the album but it's cool you know it's got a lot of texture to it yeah uh, i i don't think it's terrible but i don't think it's as good as uh what we've heard so far i think uh listening to this it, I, I, it's a little more uh like they're a little more catered to the story mm-hmm. than the actual music yeah you know I, but there is a drop off on this track there's elements i like and i don't think it's a it's a shit song i just feel like it doesn't really I don't know, like, you know, I, I feel like li- listening to this, I'm paying more attention to the story than the actual music because I don't really I don't really see a connection with both. That's how I feel about it. It's okay. We'll let you have your feelings. Greg? No, I agree with Ralph. It does kind of drop off here. I mean, <clears throat> you get you get a lot of story, but uh, it's not really interesting at all musically other than the... Uh, heavy part where oh lucy take my hand that's pretty cool but um it's all right to listen to when you're listening to it as a whole it's not a bad song it's just not very interesting especially yeah. with what it follows yeah no there's yeah. worse on here i think <laughs> oh there definitely is for the same reasons too <laughs> for similar reasons yeah this is what i was saying about you know on some tracks seems like a sack musicianship to further the story and it's real atmospheric and it's got that uh, creepiness to it but it's just boring <laughs> yeah uh, digging graves King has Lucy stay in the tomb while he goes and digs seven graves each with a headstone that says Lucy forever now one thing that I thought about this when he when I saw Lucy forever does that kind of somehow mean Lucifer because when he says it in one of the songs, does he say it in this song? Or does he say, I think he says it at the end of the song. The way yeah. he says it, Lucy Forever, it sounds like if you put it together, it says Lucifer. Oh. Isn't that kind of interesting? That's yeah, that's pretty cool. I got the vibe it's about some girl that grows up and marries a Cuban. <laughs> <laughs> it's quite possible. Let me look through the lyrics. I don't see anything about a Cuban. The Babaloo remix. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Fred, how would you like to? I like this song. My favorite part in this whole thing (laughs) is is when the song like uh, like fades fades away, and he comes back and he's like, "Into the night I go, I go." I love that part. I love that part of the song. It's so really cool. And then after that too, when it comes back and he's doing like you say with that, like um, uh, what do you what do you call that, Lisa? Like the Muppet kind of thing. The when it comes, groove, man. yeah. And it, I will be your misery, and it, it just yeah. feels like he's like dancing around, saying all this stuff. It, it's I love that part. I love this song. I think it's really really cool. It's what do my you think? second my second favorite song on the record. There's a yeah, heads on the wall, and this song. My two favorite songs on this record, man. And I'm telling you, I've been like, I I torment my husband sometimes by singing King Diamond songs to him at random around the house or when yeah. we're taking a walk. And one <laughs> of us said, Into the night I go, I go. <laughs> you 
can't follow me. It just gets in your brain. It's Sabbathy. You know, does that mean that I am insane? <laughs> I love that shit, man. But there's this one line. It's like, is it true what they say? Little girls don't cry. Is that what he says in there? Yeah. Yeah. Well, who would say little girls don't cry? That's what they do. They cry. I don't know. They play with dolls and cry and great I don't shit. know why he said that. It's kind of weird. Why would he say little girls don't cry? So other than that, it's a great song. <laughs> and the octave vocals, the dreamy kind of, I just love there's a lot of octave vocals. And it's like in my own albums, I've only used them a few times. I'm like, why don't I do that more often? Because it sounds so freaking cool. Yeah. I know what I just yeah. thought of. Maybe he said, well, that song, Big Girls Don't Cry. Big Girls Don't Cry? Little Girls. Big Girls Don't Cry. cry. Yeah. That's kind of strange. Whatever. I don't care. It's a great song. Yeah. Ralph. Do. Well, I'm going to seem like the odd man out because I'm, I will say it's better than, uh, you know, uh, the song before it, but, you know, I think it's an improvement, uh, a little more thought out to match the music to the story on this song. Uh, but again, I don't think it's as good as the one, two, three punch that, you know, and that into the night I go is a little too Dr. Seuss-ish for, I can't even say it, Dr. Seuss-ish for me you know the rest is, is okay you know better than i'm not a stranger you know is the best i can say about it yeah. but not the worst on here still <laughs> not the worst oh wow ah, it's, it's, it's funny i used to write into the night i go and you can't follow me on facebook and people are like what the fuck are you talking about <laughs> <laughs> greg i feel again i feel the same way ralph does it's okay it's better than the last song but it's definitely not the best I love it. You're wrong. You are wrong. That is true. We are wrong. Right? Wrong. But you, you know that wrong. That into like the night I go part. You know that 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 would probably go good as like a vampire saying that in a Roger Corman movie. It's literally that cheesy. <laughs> Which I, I mean, he he sounded like that before, but never quite relished in it like that. <laughs> Too funny. Uh, meet me at midnight. King calls Lucy's father, and it's revealed that Lucy's father is Mackenzie, the mayor of the town, and the man who threw King into Black Hill Sanitarium. Uh, King caught Mackenzie molesting Lucy, but no one believed him. Uh, King tells Mackenzie to meet him at the graveyard at midnight, or Lucy will be dead. Uh, another pretty cool song. Uh, again, I like the part here. Where, uh, meet me at midnight by Cemetery Gates. Meet me, at, meet me at midnight, or at least Lucy will be dead. I think that's pretty, somewhat catchy. You know, it's not the catchiest thing on the album, but I like that line and the way it's done in the song. Um, other than that, I, this song's kind of wordy to me. I think there's a lot of words in the verses and stuff, but uh, it's still, I, I still like it. You know. Not a not a favorite off the album, but still a decent song. Lisa. Yeah, I think uh this is one of those songs where it's not about the music as so much as it's about the storytelling. Okay. So this the this song doesn't really catch me so much. It's got some cool riffs. Uh it, it comes in really strong. I really like how it comes in after the last song. And uh, it's got it's got it's kind of got cool textures where like they have the same riff going on, 
But first the drummer goes boom, chuck, boom, chuck. And then they swip, switch up to a double kick mm. where the same thing's going on. Same same verse is going on. But just changing the drums really adds so much texture. Um, it's just not the most inspired song. And there's something about this that reminds me of another song on another album that I can't remember which one it was. But Cry Tough from Poison. <laughs> wow what a rip off man <laughs> what part in the song you know well, he's talking about how he's got to make his dreams happen man i don't remember it might be the chorus but i don't really remember i can't it's like i can't bring this song to mind i took notes yeah. about it wrote down about it the other songs a lot of them i can bring them to mind this one it's more like i remember parts of it like the music of it, but I don't really remember like the you know the vocal line so much. Yeah. Well, you got to remember so memorable in in the chorus part. You got to remember the thing where he's like screaming over the not screaming, but he does that ah ah I can't oh, do it. Oh, time, so. oh, yeah. Oh, okay, that was cool. <laughs> yeah, I like that part. Yeah, uh, Ralph. Yeah, I, I know my friend Bobby hates this album, but he loves this song. Really? And a shout out, shout out to Bobby because he ain't watching. He's a he's a cool dude though. I love him, but that's for not watching yeah. this. Thanks for not watching, um, Bobby. Yeah, and uh, you know I don't blame. Him. I think it's a pretty kick ass. But there again, like I, I'm not a stranger. The music takes a backseat to the story in some parts, and some parts just flat out own. You know, I love the line. You know, the, probably my favorite line in the whole album is where he says, "He's such a sick uh, little." Uh, He's just a sick little man. He's mm. so much sicker than me, and I am. Yeah. And I love that. <laughs> I think that's the coolest line in the whole album. I was like, I love that part, you know? Yeah. But there's parts I love, and there's parts that I like, like that song I was talking about. The, the, the story takes the backseat to the music. Yeah. So it's like half and half for me. Got it. Uh, Greg? I like it better than the last two, and there's some really killer riffs in this, but yeah, it's too wordy and too much of the story shoved into it. There's parts where he's just spitting lines out where they're just nothing, <laughs> just boring as shit, but I don't hate it, it's just uneven. Yeah. yeah. Totally get it. Uh, next song, Sleep Tight Little Baby. Uh, King puts Lucy into a coffin while she is sleeping and puts her into one of seven graves. Mayor McKenzie finally shows up and King welcomes him into the tomb. Um, this song, I kind of like it. Um, it's very slow. Um, it's a little... It bothers me a little bit, you know, because you, the, you know, the, the lyrics are about, you know, putting the girl into the coffin. And, and then you're thinking, shit, the girl's going to freaking die in the coffin on the ground. You know, something's going to happen to this girl. But I like the part where he's like, oh, the worms. Uh, and then then it gets like really crazy again and goes like, is that your daddy? But then the other thing that bothers me too is when you hear the little girl saying, daddy, daddy, daddy in the background. That's that for some reason that gets to me. I don't know. It's an okay song though. It's it's not too bad. It, like, it, it, it has like um, three little girls type of intro. I was going to mention eye. that. Yep. Mm-hmm. And, and I love that. Is that your daddy part? But it yeah. kind of fizzles out in parts. Uh, yeah. Some changes just do nothing for me, and it's cool in parts, and it loses me in other parts. Yeah. That's how I feel about this one. Yeah, it's it's, it's a strange song. Lisa? It's, tri- it's trippy. Mm. It's almost like psychedelic in some places, you know? 
Mm-hmm. It's really kind of hippy trippy in some way. And I think that's, again, that's like why a lot of people, they go, what the fuck with this album? Cause it's slow and doomy and groovy in a lot of places. That intro though, that, that keyboard sound is like, <laughs> it's like the Yamaha DX7 fucking, what is this? Star Trek, the next generation music or something. I don't know, but it's got some cool shit in it. I like the, that use that you daddy and all that stuff. The sleep tight little baby. Uh, uh, but that, that girl crying, man, that little girl crying, that gets me. That's like, ugh. that's just fucking disturbing, man. Yeah. So yeah. that's why he's like, let me put a disclaimer on this album. <laughs> Especially for parents, you know. Right. The thing that bothers me, though, and I was talking to Greg about this earlier, the girl crying. It's a baby's cry. The girl's seven years old. Uh, yeah. It's a little, little young. It's a little too young. Little, little young. girls cry. Yeah, but not like a little baby. <laughs> well, he uh, was a perverted swine. Maybe he was squirming. Maybe. He was a son of a sheep. No son of a sheep. <laughs> you a degenerate son of a sheep. <laughs> it rhymes. Uh, it does. Greg, what do you feel about this song? <laughs> Uh, <clears throat> this is my least favorite song in the whole album. I really, really don't like this one because isolated parts of it are really cool, but when they do the changes, they totally don't go together, and it just it sounds too disjointed, and it really annoys me because it's yeah. almost like it was unfinished. It was like they had the different parts, and a few of them are legitimately really cool, like the opening and the... Uh, <clears throat> daddy part and all that but mm-hmm. they just couldn't figure out how to put them all together in a cohesive way some of it's really cool and creepy but overall it just it irritates me because when it changes up it just like stops dead and then start something else that doesn't work right for me yeah. well that's what i feel about the next song daddy uh lucy cries for her father while king decides what he's going to do with him uh this song uh, this is my least favorite song of this whole album. It's just a slow song, and it picks up here and there, especially towards the end, but I just think it's a mishmash of just, I don't know. I don't like this song at all. Lisa? Yeah, it's kind of, it's kind of bluesy in a way, though. It's, you know, it's like a bluesy ballad in a lot of ways, so that's kind of cool. His screaming is so fucking over the top. Yeah. And, and then, what was that part where he goes, What am I to do with you? <laughs> <laughs> so that, that makes it worth it but other than that it's kind of like yeah you know it's okay yeah, it's a little bland Ralph yeah I, I don't like this one you know it, it has some parts I like I like when King is yelling at Mackenzie yeah. yeah. you know with that you degenerate son of a sheep you know I like <laughs> that part the rest eh, it does nothing for me uh, Ralph I mean Ralph uh, Greg yeah, Degenerate Son of a Sheep is probably my favorite guy I've been lying on this whole record, but I don't like this song either. Same problems as the last one. Yeah. Uh, that's just like there's this stretch of this record I'm really not a fan of from I'm mm. Not a Stranger Down the Daddy. And I think they, they put two like uh, slow songs some back of to back. Some you know? but yeah, the two of these back to back just do not work. 
Yeah. It works for the flow of the story. Story, yeah. yeah. Uh, trick or treat. King blindfolds Mackenzie and has him dig to try to find Lucy. King ends up hitting Mackenzie in the back of the head, and he falls into Lucy's grave. King then drags him back to the tomb and ties him down. I like this song. Uh, this is my favorite track off of this album. Wow. Yeah. I think so, right? Let me see. Yeah, this is my favorite song. Well, maybe my second favorite song. I don't know. It's one of my favorites. Let's just say that. Uh, some really cool stuff in here. Uh, I like the chorus. Trick or treat. Let us hide and seek. Follow me into the night. Where the sun don't shine, but the moon is bright. And, oh, the other line was, uh, Lucy sleeping on the seven graves. Now you decide which one is trick or treat. Uh, really cool stuff in here. I like this song a lot. It's a good one. Lisa? Yeah, it's a good song, and it's a combination of uh, storytelling, and it's a cool song. Okay. So it, it's it's not, to me, it's still not the most catchy song. No. But it it it's not like, oh, he's just, you know, trying to finish the album and tell a story. And it's got a lot of changes. It starts out catchy as fuck. Uh, it's got that Muppet groove in it, that classic King Diamond thing, man. And then it changes up to like these triplet kick drums. Uh, yeah, it's, it's got a lot. It's got a lot going on. And like Greg said about the uh, the what was it? Sleep tight or was it Dad, Daddy or sleep tight? You were saying it's just like chunks of a song that sleep don't really tight. segue together. Sleep yeah. tight, yeah. With the, the, the with the segue, I think the segues they they work. So I think it's a well-crafted song. Like I said, I don't think it's the most memorable song. It's not my favorite song as far as, like, the hook. Mm. But I think it's well-written. Very well-written song. Yeah, it's a good song. Ralph? Ralph hates it. It is very close to being my favorite song. It's like Uh, a little under, you know, heads on the wall. I I, I love this song. I love that beginning. Ah! Yeah. Yeah, yep. it's just so cool. I love that intro, and I I love how it keeps up with all the changes. Yeah, I dig this one a lot. Second favorite track, almost favorite man. I mean, it's almost tied with Heads on a Wall. I love it that much. That's good stuff, Greg. Yeah, me too. Second favorite here as well. This is a great song. You know, it's um from the scream at the beginning to the changes in the song and the way it's speedier and it's done and it's already got that raw production. It's it's like five minute abridged version of Satan's Fall almost <laughs> with different yeah. lyrical content. I really nice. like this song. They're, they're on fire here. Yes, they are. Uh, next song, Up From The Grave, King starts going crazy while he's digging up Lucy. This, his vocals on this are fucking insane. I love this song. I do too. <laughs> you I are vocals. His vocals are great, but this could have totally been a one-minute interlude. I mean, come on. This is right, it, it does. Long. It's that long? Wow. Yeah, it could have it's been only, It's only three minutes and 18 seconds long. Uh, that seemed like half an hour 18 to me. Seconds longer. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I love it. I'm like, do it again. La, 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 <laughs> yeah, no, that's my favorite part. That's my favorite it it reminds me of in the movie Gremlins when she opens the door and they're all Christmas carols. Uh, <laughs> Zach Galligan's mom. <laughs> but I, I love that when it's up, up, up from the grave. I love that. I love that part. 
And then the la la yeah, la thing and, too. I and mean, he it's, could it's, totally it's he could totally do all that one time in about a minute. And he could have. I but, I do agree with you. But he starts out singing it nice, and then he turns into Grover. You know, la la. la, la, la. <laughs> Yeah, so that's why you had to do it. And these are your hands. <laughs> and then at the end too, I, I think it's funny too. He says, "I oh. sing so nice, nice, nicely to you, Lucy, Lucy." Lisa, I got I got a good one for you for Grover. One of these kids is not like the other. One of these kids is dead. Oh, what is that? <laughs> what is that? You know, they used to do that on Sesame Street all the time. Yeah, one of these kids, kids is not like the other, and they'd be doing something. Well, for the graveyard, one of them could be dead. There you go. <laughs> um, he should have been a show. guest. He should have been a guest. I'm serious. All right, so Lisa, you like this song. Theremins, uh, yeah. man. It's got theremins. Yeah, you does. can't argue with theremins. That's right. That's that. right. I'm wrong. <laughs> Ralph, oh, Ralph's oh, wrong on this oh, one. Too. I'm wrong too. Trust me. <laughs> Wait, this what? song really lost me. I see what King is doing, showing how insane the character is, but it's like a disgusting nursery rhyme. You know, it's like musically, it does nothing for me. And again, with the Doctor Sue shit, with up, up, up from the grave, I, I, it's just <laughs> right over my head. Uh, it's my least favorite on the album. Yeah, but you know what's going to happen tonight. What? Right, right before you go to sleep, <laughs> you're gonna up, hear up, up, yeah, up from the grave, up, up, up from the grave. It's gonna happen. Yeah, I don't know if you're aware of this. Uh, my place is haunted. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Ah. It is. I, I bought this place 23 years ago. An old lady died in here, mm-hmm. and. uh my guitar player, my brother, and not not these past, but I had my bathroom fixed like, I just had it fixed last week, but like 10 years ago, I had it remodeled too. And the guy that worked here left. He said, dude, I can't work. He saw the old lady. Oh, I've never oh, seen her. Wow. I've never seen her, but there's three incidents that happened in my apartment that was definitely supernatural. One, the smell of hairspray coming out of where my air conditioner is. Mm. Two... Uh, I'm I'm laying in bed watching TV. And all of a sudden, I hear something falling from my TV. I go look, and it's my it's it's roll-on deodorant. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> it's always in my bathroom. And the third and the most freakiest thing was I woke up to this, and I woke up with a hand stinging. Wow! Like she slapped my hand. And I woke up, and I'm not one to believe in ghosts and talk about supernatural. But I'm telling you, that happened to me. Wow. Now the reason that uh, but here's the the twisted part about it. I am definitely, and I won't go into details, but I'm positive this ghost is afraid of me because of the fucked up shit I've done in this apartment. That's what she was slapping your hand. That's gonna say yeah, yes. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I woke up and my hand was stinging, but I woke up to that sound. I was wow. like, what, what? What the hell? That's crazy. So, yeah. And I got this place for dirt cheap because she died and her sister, the government was coming down on her. So, she's it's a condo on South Beach. It's very expensive to live here Damn. for 52 grand. Right. And believe me, this place goes for over double that, you know. 
So, hey, man, fuck it. You know, I've got a, uh, an old lady spirit here that's afraid of me and big deal. You know? <laughs> so, you know, up, up, up from the grave. Yeah, it'll scare her more than me. <laughs> yeah, true. Uh, and Greg, you already gave your opinion to us, right? Yeah, and it's right. gonna get stuck in my head. I'll just drown it out with Celtic Frost. Yeah, you will. Yeah. <laughs> uh, next song. <laughs> uh, I am King plays judge, lawyer, and jury against Mackenzie, accusing him of child abuse. Uh, abuse. Child abuse. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where that came from. You're the Highlander, Ralph. I'm going to edit that. I'm starting that over. I am. King plays judge, lawyer, and jury against Mackenzie, accusing him of child abuse, which King then sentences him to die. Um, this song's pretty cool. It's okay, you know, um... Yeah, it's not one of my favorite songs over here. There's nothing really that sticks out to me, but uh, it's an okay song. You know? Can't really say too much about it. Lisa? I like the organ. I think the organ's cool, and like in the middle, it's kind of like Deep Purple or Riot Heap or something. I hear that. I hear it's, that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and it's got like headbanger kind of parts. It's got like wave your hand kind of parts. So it's got some different variety in it. Uh, it's got some cool boom chuck in it, and it has the corniest mm. ever King Diamond vocal performance oh. of all time, I believe, at the end. So, oh. die, 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 I love the oh, ending of this song, yes. Ralph? Yeah. Um, I love Andy's leads, and King's lyrical lyrics is like poetic justice in this. You know, this is how criminal ju- justice system should treat people who are her children, you know? Mm-hmm. But, you know, that's that's about all I like about it. Yeah, and the die-die part, I, I like it for... Like, I, li- I love the die-die part. Like, I love Kiss Meets the Fan of the Park. It's so bad, it's great. You know? Yes. <laughs> and musically, it just does not grab me. Yeah. But, yeah, you know, that's, much that's as much as I can say about this song. Yeah, I actually don't like that harpsichord part or whatever, that, that organ part the in organ. there. Yeah. Cool. It's cool sounding. It's just, I don't know, it just seems like it came out of nowhere. You know? Just weird. Eh, I don't mind that. I kind of thought of it. It's proto. It's proto. You know, actually, this song reminded me of how I first heard this album. And it was with my ex-husband, who's a drummer I still work with. We're still real good buddies. And he's got a really good sense of humor. He loved King Diamond, loved Merciful Fate. And we were listening it in the car on, on our way to a gig out of town. And it got to that part. He said, die, 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 die. And we both started busting out <laughs> laughing our asses off because it was so hilarious and so cool and so, like, Phantom of the Park. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> and so that actually brought back the memory of how I first heard this album. Wow. Yep. Greg, want to add anything? Nah, I mean, it's funny at the end. Um, <clears throat> I love 
Andy's playing on here, I think the guitar wise, at least it picks back up here really all the way for the first time since trick or treat. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's a nice little step back from up from the grave, but eh, it's all right. Yeah. And then the album finishes off with Lucy forever. King thought he had Lucy on his side and killing her father, but Lucy turned on King, pulling a string where shattered glass would fall on King and cut his head off. King is now just a head on the floor, and he begs Lucy to take him, and she puts him in her backpack. The end. <laughs> the end. Yeah. It pretty much sums up that song, and it's a cool ending to this uh, album. You know, I-, I love the ending where it's uh, Lucy forever, I'll be with Lucy forever, and it just goes on and on and on from there. Some cool stuff in here with solos and whatever, but... Uh, yeah, it's a good song. It's a good ending for the album. You know? It's yeah. not bad. It's just yeah, not least, very memorable. Yeah. No, it's, it's, it's it's not. Yeah. It yeah. doesn't end with a song that totally sucks. Right. Um, I think it's decent. Music is not too off with the story. It is in spots. But it's not really mind-blowing like the first three tracks in Trick yeah. or Treat for me. Yeah. But it's pretty creepy. And, you know, it's funny how the decapitated head is still talking. <laughs> Yeah. You know? yeah. <laughs> Overall, I feel it's not bad, but it's not great. It's kind of like in between, yeah. you know. So it's it's good. It didn't end like on a up from the graves note, right? Right. Yeah. Lisa, yeah, it's it's more storytelling. Yeah, it's more storytelling. I think it's got some cool parts. Like I think the intro kicks ass. I think the guitars it's like these cool stacked chords, and they got mm-hmm. two guitars panned left and right. And one of them is here on the neck, and the other one's here on the neck, and it just sounds like this freaking wall of guitars. So it has it has its moments. It, 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 I again, I wish the bass was more defined because you could hear some room, cool brooms on the bass and stuff, and 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 some of the lyrics are just like what? Like my soul is creeping into my brain. <laughs> yeah. Is that what he said? He really said yeah. that? Uh, my soul see. is creeping up into my yeah. brain. That's what he said. Where is it normally? Is in your it? feet or something? <laughs> I don't know. And then, oh God, I'm dead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, okay. He has a vision like his head on the floor. Hey, Lucy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Trying to find where it's so, Yeah, it, it's got some, you know, the, their solos are really cool in this song there's yeah. some cool like melodic like real squealy you know solos in in this tune but yeah it's still not it's not like oh yeah i'll go to sleep thinking about this song kind of thing so right. no it kind of takes all the themes from the album and different parts and the changes and stuff and kind of sums them up it's a nice closer but it's just not particularly uh hooky or anything yeah. all i know is that when i go to sleep tonight I'd rather hear up, up, up from the grave than. La, 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 la. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'd rather hear la. la, la, la. I'd rather I hear you surface tears guide my sword. <laughs> 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 oh God! All right. So, uh, sum up the album. How do we feel about this album? Uh, so, are you, Ralph? How do you feel I, about the graveyard? I really. It's because, you know, my fandom for King Diamond, it's hard for me to batch anything he's ever done. But I will put Graveyard kind of low in the discography, but it's it's still very enjoyable for the most part. And then there's just some parts that's, yep. you know, 
But, you know, it's not like one of his highlights, but hey, man, at least once or, or once every other year, I'll pop it in. Yeah. You know, I'll, I'll throw it on the turntable and listen to it. I listened to it today, actually. So, and I, and I enjoy it. There's just some parts that I see what he's doing. Like I said before, King Diamond's playing this very demented character. So he goes a little too over the top with the, you know, the la, la, and die, die, and all that shit, which kind of like, I don't know, it's like a little too over the top for me. Man. But it's King Diamond, man. Can't so I forgive him. What are you going to do? That's right. Yeah, what are you going to do? Lisa, how do you feel? I, I, I love this album. I think it has its problems. I think it has its uh, structural problems. But I understand when you're trying to put together a, a concept album, you have to, to tell the story and you have to finish the album. So given that, but also just the strength of some of these songs, just the strength of fucking heads on the wall. This song gets a thumbs up for two thumbs up from me that because song, I love yeah. songs that you know I just love going. You go to Dio concert and you're like this. You Sabbath, you're like this. And so it's nice to hear a King Diamond album that you could just double the fucking horns and uh, and rock out to like that. So yeah, I like this album and I'm glad that you asked me to do this again. Like I said, because it reintroduced me to this album and I hadn't heard it in a long time. So, and I kind of written it off as, you know, not one of my favorites, but then yeah. I forgot. Yes. Yeah, some of my favorites are on this album. So yeah. doesn't have to be the whole thing. Right. Yeah. You know, heads on the wall that alone makes up for every problem. Yes. It's yes. such a great, great song. And it's so unique for King diamond, you know, yeah. he kind of like goes a little off the, the path. And and something that man, if I was to compile top maybe top fifteen, top twenty, it would definitely be on there mm-hmm. as far as yeah. my favorite. It would, it'd have to definitely be on a best of. Uh, yeah, King I would album. definitely put it on there because it, it it would. I love albums that are like this, you know. Right. Yeah. That take the... you on a journey. As much as I love the album Painkiller, it's a little too, you know. I love Painkiller. Don't get me wrong, but it's not Judas Priest to me because Judas Priest is always twists and turns. Right. So. I love Twist and Turn. So to put head on the wall on a best of with a bunch of classic King, that would be so welcome. You know? And it is on a best of. So I, just, I got this. It is. Here. And it's on there. Heads on the wall and waiting oh, is on. Oh, shit. Yep. Cool. Oh, nice. So there you go. Two songs I like off this. You sure you sure up from the grave on there? <laughs> up from the grave is not on there. Nope. Sorry. From the grave. Uh, Greg? Ham I am. I. <laughs> you will not take those green eggs and ham or something like that. Yeah. Uh I like this one. It's uh pretty good. You know, it's uh would probably rank towards the bottom of everything for me cuz it's not my top favorite, but I really like the doomy feel to it. The story's pretty cohesive and atmospherically it's probably the best creepy vibe he got that way and despite how silly some of it can sound he does a really good job at making the character schizophrenic on here and I think that's pretty cool Yeah, and it's worth listening to every now and then because the first three songs are great especially Heads on the Wall and then Trick or Treat which 
actually until I listened to this a few times again recently because I remember saying to you, Wayne, oh, yeah, I, I check that out every now and then. I actually really like this record. Well, I realized I only ever listen to them four songs about once every couple months. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's more of an album. But, uh, yeah, like everybody else says, I mean, I kind of rank it as, as the bottom two. And actually, I used to, Voodoo used to be like the bottom of the uh, King Diamond uh, thing for me. But now I think this one is, you know, after I agree. to it again. I, I totally agree with you. I, I didn't get Voodoo for a while. And yeah. now I, th- and I liked Graveyard more than Voodoo before. But not yeah. now, man. I, I actually love Voodoo a lot. Yeah. It grew yeah, on me. It's a grower. It is. It definitely is. But, uh yeah, I mean, there's some cool stuff on here, and I, I do like the story. I just wish the music was a little bit better. And uh, I would actually like to see this played out in like a movie or some kind of lifetime TV show or something. You know, <laughs> I, I think I'd make something yeah. cool visually. In discovery, they something should make a movie for every King Diamond. They should. I, okay. I'm surprised there hasn't been one made yet. Them it? would be the best one, though. It would be, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Backstory yep. rules. Maybe one day we'll get that. But for now, Sam Raimi. Sam Raimi has to do them. Yeah, Sorry. he's good at he's good at having decapitated eggs talk on those All Evil right. Dead movies. <laughs> well, maybe one day it'll happen. But that is the graveyard. If you don't have it, go check it out and go buy it. You know, it's not too bad. So go listen to it. Listen to it on Spotify. Buy every King Diamond album. You yeah, snap. you can't go wrong with any King Diamond album. And if you don't want to buy every King Diamond, agree ninety-five percent. Yeah, thanks for yeah. What is that one again? Wait, uh, something lullabies, right? Dreams of horror. Dreams oh. of horror. Yeah. Okay. You know, you know, something happened to me the other day that made me really upset with King Diamond. What's was uh, you know those those Facebook memory things you get? Yeah. I got like one the other day. It's like one year ago. It showed me with King Diamond, like when I met him, and I'm like. Uh. Yeah, one year ago they released one song off the next album that's still not here. <laughs> what a tease, man. What the hell's going on with that new album? And now, oh, let's make another Merciful Fate album. Stop, finish the King Diamond album, then focus on Fate. You know yes. what I'm saying? Yep. Damn, yeah. man. A lot he's, of he's people. worse to Thrush or Die. <laughs> Who's that? Yeah, some band that takes forever. But I also got this best up too. This is uh, Nightmare in the '90s, huh. and it's got all the albums from uh, the other. Um, uh, what the hell? Um, Spider's, Spider's Lullaby. Lullaby. Spider's Lullaby. I've and, never uh, even heard of that one. Me neither. Never yeah, seen that before like, in my life. It was kind of. It was released by Massacre Records, which King was on okay. for a little while. But um, yeah, it goes from Spider's Lullaby to uh, House of God. Yeah. So it's yeah, cool. when it's he cool when thing. he jumped back on Metal Blade, they released that pretty quick. Yeah, I mean, I I guess it's cool from a collecting standpoint. I always yeah, kind of thought it was useless as a compilation. Cause... It kind of is. I actually I like the booklet though the best because there's like pictures and stuff here that I don't have any other stuff. You see, King Diamond was you know I love that makeup there, you know, with the old. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, conspiracies, eh? Yeah, and they got that picture. That's pretty cool. Sweet. Pretty cool yeah. thing. Found it for like six bucks, you know. I couldn't go wrong for six dollars. So. Yeah. Oh, cool. Not bad. Uh, I believe that's it. Anybody have anything going on, Ralph? What's going on with you? I'm gonna record soon a Van Halen cover, Atomic Punk. Cool. Oh, yeah. Really? With who? Uh, with uh some guy that 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 sounds like Sean Connery sometimes. <laughs> 
don't know what you're talking about. What what, what's up with on? that, man? Is it done? Is it, uh, are you guys recording it or what? No, I got to get the drums done yet. Lou Mavs wrote me. He's honored to do, uh, do something with me. Oh, I'm yeah. Like, he's... Well, I'm honored to do something with you, bro. Yeah. I, t- I told him about you, and he's like, you think he's going to do it? And he got all excited. I said, I don't know. I'll find out. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. I was like, yeah, I think I can handle that one. Yeah. I'll do it my style, but it'll be cool. Yeah. Um, And no, nothing else, really. Uh, You know, same shit. Working on the new Thrasher Die. Working on the old Leather album, EP, and uh, the Van Halen cover, which I'm very excited about. Yes, I hope to maybe get through that tomorrow. We'll see. Right on. Actually, this is the first time I've actually listened to that song. What? Yeah. First time album. Not first time ever, but I have the album. I've had it for years. It's just, I don't know. I just always skip past that song for some reason. It, It wasn't a favorite song, but now that I'm listening to it and trying to learn how to play it, I actually like the song a lot, so it's a about damn song. time. Yes. Well, I'm a Sammy Hagar fan, so yeah, right. Are you for real? <laughs> I like both. I, I quit the. Oh, really? I I'm quit gonna the show. shake you around like an epileptic <laughs> rag, Lisa, what do you got going on? Well, I'm doing a Kiss song. Oh, you Playing are some bass on a Kiss song with some guy. Oh, who? Waiting for that. I don't know. Some guy that sounds like Sean Connery. <laughs> <laughs> with oh, yeah. you. So I'm looking forward to hearing what that turns out to be. I am too. Yeah, and I uh, I'm uh, gonna write some lyrics for one of the one of the last uh, uh, Splinter Throne songs that we need to uh, have a full length album. And so then we get to the point where we're just rehearsing to get in the studio, which is great. feels like we're making it's it takes longer. Everything takes longer. And right now we're in the middle of a shutdown. So uh, but uh, we're starting to get get close to having enough stuff to record. I also recorded a song for a German artist. Uh, He's got a, a, a band. I think it's called Tight. And his name is Stefan George. And so I just recorded some vocals for him. And, uh, yeah, just uh, staying busy. My mother-in-law moved in. So we're taking care of my – she's so freaking cute. It's like having a pet. We got to feed her. (laughs) We got to bathe her. We got to entertain her, you know, and and so she's adorable. So that keeps me busy. But, yeah, I'm still trying to keep the music – Moving forward, cool. Oh. So that matters. Keep the music going. And I mm-hmm. actually recorded a song, and I wanted to do it on this show because this has something to do with King Diamond. I did a Merciful Fate cover of Evil. I loved it. I heard it. it was yeah. it was and uh, Jeff Richards did the vocals. Very cool guy. Ryan Pierce uh, from Australia did both guitars. People watched the video. Only one guitarist. Yeah, he did both of them, and he's fucking awesome. First time he ever heard this song before, and he played everything really? like perfect to a T. I did drums, and our good old friend George Dimitri from the band Timeless Haunt, he plays the bass, and you can find that at the end of this show. And then you can also add uh, Jeff Richards on um, on YouTube. Just look him up, Jeff R- Richards. The video's up on there as well. Give him a subscribe. Tell him we sent you. And it's produced by Quincy Jones. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so check that out, and we will see you guys next time when we... Schmackamagab! Schmackamagab, you. But when we also talk about Merciful Fates, dead again, I believe, right, Greg? Yes. That would be next. All right. We will see you next time. Bye-bye.
Bye-bye. Live long and prosper. Next time on James Brown's Celebrity Hot Tub Party. <laughs> die, 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 die. Oh, really? Two hot, hot tubs. La, 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 la. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>